Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another edition of the Sam Bissell Podcast as I look to bring you the latest and greatest going on around the world of Hollywood. I hope everyone is having a wonderful start to their weekend on this, well, gorgeous Friday here in New Jersey. I hope it's gorgeous for you around the world, wherever you are listening. And right now, I'm going to be talking about some awesome things that have happened over the last few days in Hollywood. I know I didn't have a recording yesterday. I was busy catching up on some shows and catching up on some news. And so I'm back here today and I'm going to recap the last few days of news that have happened leading up into the weekend. I'm going to talk about a surprising trailer that's attached to Hobbs and Shaw that's not out online yet. I'm going to be talking about the significance of something like that. Also, a trending trailer that did come out yesterday and also a few other things as well. But the first thing I do want to talk about is a pretty scary clown by the name of Pennywise and tickets are coming out for his new movie for the release date of September 6th. That is for It Chapter 2. Yesterday it was announced on Fandango, AMC, all the big major theater sellers and ticket sellers that it chapter two tickets are now on sale probably one of the biggest most anticipated films that is coming out for the rest of the year definitely in the fall movie season it chapter two also had its final trailer debut at san diego comic-con it debuted on the first night at scare diego is what they call it there they released a lot of horror stuff and that was the big headline there and also of course you got the stacked cast of jessica chastain bill Hader, james mcavoy bill skarsgård is back as well a lot of big names that are added to this final edition of the it saga of course the big hit of the first one came out and that was the highest horror movie of all time in terms of its box office record it garnered a lot of critical acclaim for the surprise that it was so a lot of anticipation is coming out for this movie and honestly when i look at stephen king movies i don't think i've really seen the kind of hype around king adaptation as there has been for this it franchise after what anthony andy muschetti did for the first one and then there was a feature out that came out yesterday as well and to hear him talk about and even the cast as well that this isn't just about the horrors while there are they up the horror level and when we see those horror bits you see the ante dialed in by a hundred from the first movie it's a different horror movie because it also deals with characters and emotion and plot and not just horrors which is why i think when you look at the almost three hour runtime for this movie of what andy muschetti potentially said that the runtime is at two hours and 49 minutes it's going to be more than just scares it's going to invest people in this plot and care for these characters and the emotions are going to be coming out of them which is why you cast a chastain a mcavoy and all these other acclaimed actors to play the adult version of these kids that we knew from the first film that came out in 2017 so there isn't any records that have been broken just yet i'm sure in the next few days we'll hear from eric davis and a bunch of other people that keep track of these pre-tracking box office numbers as they are a part of fandango ron tomatoes and so many others that can keep a track on these things but we'll probably be hearing something soon because i would think that people are going to be seeing this movie especially with hobbs and shaw coming out this weekend and talking about the august kind of release schedule that is coming out not a lot of big blockbusters that we've seen in june and july and even in may as well so it chapter two really has the floor for not it's not coming out in august but after the kind of dwindling factor of what's coming out in august it'll be able to ramp things up for the fall movie season when it comes to that time but again it chapter two comes out on september 6th after labor day weekend so people can catch that as one of the last big films coming out for the remainder of 2019 now moving on to another big story that came out last night and 
it has to do with not really Hobbs and Shaw, but something that comes before Hobbs and Shaw, and that is, surprisingly, there was a teaser trailer, a 49-second teaser trailer, according to the reports, for the new Christopher Nolan movie that's coming out next year in 2020 for Tenant, and that is has a stacked cast with John David Washington, Robert Pattinson, Elizabeth Debicki, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, Michael Caine, and Kenneth Branagh, who those two are mainstays for Christopher Nolan, and looking... I haven't. I've I've seen Hobbs and Shaw, and when I went to the press screening, there were no trailers. The movie just went right into, it went right into the movie. No trailers were attached to it at all, and this was a surprise for a lot of people. And hearing the reports, the the trailer hasn't come online yet. If I had to guess, Warner Brothers might wait a little bit so people can go into the theaters and experience that. And what's really interesting about this is the fact that Hobbs and Shaw comes from Universal, and Tenet is a Warner Brothers production it comes from warner brothers nolan has been a part of the warner family for his entire career for most of his career really and so this was something that when i heard this i was so so happy because a it's a it's to see something from nolan again we've been hearing about this movie to get just a little glimpse of it maybe is all the most refreshing but also the fact that over the last few years trailers have just been really coming out online and everything that we see in the theater before the movie comes out online so we already know the trailers that might be playing before a movie and so nothing really surprises people with this it's so refreshing and nice to go in and see something before the movie and you get the surprise that you weren't expecting whatsoever and it's something that really hasn't been making its way around the theaters all that much i remember the last time i saw something like that was when I saw Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 in 2011, its midnight opening, and there was no inkling beforehand, no reports whatsoever. Before the movie started for Harry Potter, there was a teaser trailer for a teaser trailer for The Dark Knight Rises, the last film in Nolan's Batman trilogy at the time that was going to come out the next year, and that had actual footage and we didn't it, it didn't connect any plot or anything, but just to see something like that and and had maybe have some inkling of what it, what maybe that they were going to attach that, but to not even see something on YouTube or see something else online to just see it on the screen and be surprised by that is incredible, and that's a Nolan film as well. And there hasn't really been something like that to happen in a long, long time. And it's really usually Nolan that really does it because there was a cover, a, a cover piece that Variety did in 2017 that I saw an article for that Nolan said that he's all about the theatrical, theatrical experience. And trailers are a part of the theatrical experience, especially when you debuted along another highly anticipated film like Hobbs and Shaw. The people that saw it last night, even though I saw it the day, two days beforehand. I did. I I know what to expect from the movie, but for the people that are going in to see this movie on Thursday night, they have no idea what to expect. So they're already anticipating that movie, and then to get something surprised in the trailers and not just kind of wait for the movie, I think is really really magical. And I was so happy to hear that we that people are getting a little snippet of Tenet. And that's not going to be a very highly anticipated movie in 2020. Nolan is one of those rare directors that you can sell the movie just on him alone. 
it sounds like from what Tenet is, it's an espionage action-adventure film with a twist of sci-fi dealing with the space-time continuum. It just sounds something crazy that only Nolan would be able to get off the ground because of what he has done for Warner Brothers and for cinema as a whole. And again, when you look at this cast as well, John David Washington, Robert Pattinson, who's going to be the new Batman, Elizabeth Debicki, who is, I think, a very underrated actress, and you have Aaron Taylor-Johnson, who's a good action actor as well. Then you have Michael Caine and Kenneth Branagh, it's just a stack stack cast that you you it's just incredible so for nolan to bring this to us as well a year or so out from his next movie i think is incredible and also really cool that universal allowed a teaser for one of warner's highly anticipated films for next year to be attached to their film as well so i really really like that and i love that no one was able to let this happen and to get this experience again that it's not really dead but it's still alive and that maybe we should try to make the, the the preview experience of a theatrical experience part of that experience because I feel like it is something that people should get into and because people, a film will start at 4.30 in the afternoon, but some people might come in because they've seen the trailers or they don't want to be there for the trailers. So if you don't want to be the trailers, you don't have to be, but in order to make it a part of the theatrical theatrical experience, I think is incredible to keep people on their pins and pins and toes a little bit. I think is really cool. So I love what Nolan did. I'm really excited. I'm definitely going to be checking out Hobbs and Shaw. I was already going to do it, but to see that Tenet is a part of the 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 trailers, I think is going to be incredible, and I can't wait to see it. Especially, I'm sure hopefully it's playing in IMAX as well because Nolan is filming it in an IMAX as well. So to see that on the big screen like that is going to be awesome, awesome. I don't care if it's 45 seconds or 30 seconds. I'm really excited to see what Nolan has to offer with his next movie. And that's going to do it for some major news that we're going to get into, guys. And now to go over to some trending trailers that are happening. One that is really, really coming out. I didn't really want to put Tenet in there because the trailer hasn't come out for me to see just yet. So I wanted to talk about that in the Hot Topics portion. Now going over to another trailer that came out yesterday it is the new film from sam mendez it is 1917 it is a war story and the big portion of this that is also really interesting is the cinematographer roger deakins who really has put cinematography into the limelight and is kind of the biggest name in the cinematography area when we talk about camera work and camera looks Roger Deakins has worked with Sam Mendes on Skyfall. That was one of the most beautifully shot films I've ever seen. Of course, he did Blade Runner 2049. He's been nominated for 14 Oscars. He finally won for Blade Runner 2049 when those cinematography shots working with Denis Villeneuve looked incredible. They looked beautiful and gorgeous. And so this is a new, brand new film for both of these guys to be a part of. They both have great chemistry working together from what I saw with Skyfall, so they both know each other really well. And just looking at the film, it has Deacon's signature cinematography in there as well. And also just seeing the story, I, I like Sam Mendes going to a war film and doing a war story, kind of getting his feel for that genre and going back into World War One and getting re a really cool story. And World War II is probably the most, is I think the most depicted war era for films, but World, World War One has really gained some ground over the last few years, and to see that war be depicted in, in, in a way like this I think is really exciting. Again, the cast looks incredible. I'm excited for this film. You got Colin Firth in this one. You have so many incredible people that are going to be a part of this, and to get their teeth synced into this film I think is incredible. So be on the lookout 
soon for 1917, directed by Sam Mendes and the cinematography by Roger Deakins. And now on to some casting news that I want to get into. And this is probably the, some of the biggest news that come out today. And is Guillermo del Toro's new movie, No, Not Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, that one he produced. This is the one that it will follow up his directorial effort that he won for the Academy Awards with The Shape of Water back in 2017. This is his first film. He's going to be directing since then. And it looks like he's got another stacked cast with him. To name just a few, Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, William Dafoe, Rooney Mara, Richard Jenkins, Ron Perlman, and Michael Shannon are all in talks to star in the new Guillermo del Toro movie. And this is one, again, his name is still in the hot seat in terms of a really good hot seat of being one of the best acclaimed directors in the game right now where people want to work with him left and right, especially even though he's producing scary scores to tell in the dark, he's not directing it per se, but if Guillermo del Toro is a part of a movie producing or directing, he has his teeth synced into the film in a creative aspect in some light, and you can feel it with scary scary stories to tell in the dark, but with Nightmare Valley, Guillermo del Toro is going to get back into the full creative process of directing and producing and getting his teeth synced into a film. And again, 2017, it's been like a year or two since he's won for Best Director and he hasn't done anything since. That's not a bad thing. That's really, again, like I said before, he's in that hot director's chair where people are going to want to work with him. And when you get a cast like this of both new and old, the new being Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, Rooney Mara, but then you have mainstays that have worked with Guillermo with Richard Jenkins, who did Shape of Water, Ron Perlman. Remember, he did the Hellboy movies with Del Toro back in the 2000s. And then, of course, Michael Shannon, who was recently in Shape of Water and did a great job on that film as well, playing the bad government agent. And so to see Del Toro do something that he is very heavily interested in, people are going to want to work with him. In this cast, it seems like Bradley Cooper and Kate Blanchett are going to be the primary cast members in this film. They'll be the major leads. But to have supporting roles for all these other actors, I think is incredible. I cannot wait for this movie. I can't wait to hear more about this movie once this casting news gets confirmed, because right now they're just in talks to sign on to it. But for right now, it seems like Guillermo del Toro has a stacked cast to follow up what was a marvelous film with The Shape of Water. I love that film. It's one of my favorites of, of the year. Even though I don't think the picture should have won for for Best Picture, I do think Guillermo deserved hands down for Shape of Water. But I'm happy to see Shape of Water win for Best Picture and that he is on this wave right now where people are going to want to work with one of the best directors in the game, especially when he hasn't done anything and he still has that pedigree of he still he still has that mojo. He hasn't done anything bad because the industry is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately industry. And when you think of Del Toro, all he's really done is Shape of Water, and he got Academy Award wins out of that one. So people are going to want to see if he can strike lightning in a bottle once again and deliver monsters that he loves so much to the screen with Nightmare Alley. And he's also, again... He probably did sink his teeth a lot into scary stories to tell in the dark. And with the way you look at that movie, you can definitely tell that he had a lot of probably sway and it feels like a Del Toro movie as well. So that movie doesn't have a release date just yet, but the cast list in and of itself is major news. And speaking of scary stories to tell in the dark, the last thing I really want to cover is August. And the August movie schedule, the last summer month of this season, can't believe it's it's here actually. I always, whenever it's, 
the end of May or June, and even in the beginning of July, I'm always like, oh, well, we still got a lot to go into. But then once it starts dwindling down, while there are some really cool movies that are coming out in August, you don't see those big blockbusters that some people might want to go see as we get down to the dwindling days of the summertime and get into September and October for the fall movie season. But there are still, I think, a lot of hidden gems. And when we talk about summer, I've always talked about hidden gems. And we've had some throughout the year, throughout the summer, really, this year, with Yesterday and The Farewell is starting to gain a lot of traction as well. And even something like A Midsummer has done really some solid business as well at the Cineplex. But really, it's been Yesterday and The Farewell. But there are some few, especially this August, where they could really break out and surprise a bunch of people. And just to name a few that I'm really excited for, I'm not going to name Hobbs and Shaw because I already saw that movie and I, I reviewed it already. It's up on the channel, so you guys can go check out what I thought of it. But I thought it was a fun time at the theaters. It is truly the last big tentpole blockbuster that is going to have some legs in August. And they're hoping, Universal's hoping for something that a la Guardians of the Galaxy experience or even a Suicide Squad experience where even though you have some really cool movies coming out, there's not something that came out early on in August that will be beating out these other films come the time of September when we look at the summer box office. But just to name a few movies that I'm really excited for, one that has intrigued me since I heard about it a few months ago at film festivals is Good Boys. It's a movie produced by Seth Rogen and his company, and it stars Jacob Tremblay and a bunch of newcomers. I am deliriously excited for this movie. I saw the trailers. I was laughing my butt off every single time I see it in theaters. To see these sixth graders go through, in, go through really stuff that you wouldn't really think sixth graders would go through really or really experience this time or what they think about certain things that are more adult oriented I think is really really funny it's kind of it's basically like a super bad or even something like a book smart as well that came out a few months ago as well and so I'm really really excited I love these movies I get deliriously excited for them they're just guilty pleasures of mine that I can go in have a great time at the movies and get a good laugh so Good Boys is probably my most anticipated release of August. A few others that I'm actually excited for, Ready or Not is a film that actually I never I didn't see the trailers before seeing them in theaters for a few movies and I it got me intrigued. I love the actress who's in it as well. She was in um, The Babysitter on Netflix, and I thought that was a pretty underrated film as well. To see her in this, it has that same kind of horror, comedy, drama feel to it. That just seems like a really fun time to end the summertime. That comes out August 21st, and it's one where you, just, you can just pop in some popcorn, have a fun time, and especially when we get to the last few days at that time of the summer movie season it's really to find those hidden gems and i think ready or not is without a doubt one of those also a big one that i'm really looking forward to is blinded by the light it's a story about a pakistani who lives in london and he hears bruce springsteen's music and it really changes his life it's based off a true story it was a big hit at sundance and a lot of film festivals that i was selected in and it's scheduled to come out august 16th i'm really excited to see it and it's one that i think should be on a lot of people's radars a few others that i'm going to get into but th those are really my top ones but i could get into a whole bunch of other ones the kitchen i'm really excited for that's a 
kind of dark Vertigo DC comic book that's being adapted that stars Melissa McCarthy, Tiffany Haddish, Elizabeth Moss, a big three right there. I'm excited to see Tiffany Haddish show off some dramatic chops in this one. It looks like a fun time with all these kick-butt women. A few others, Angel Has Fallen is one I love. Again, The Olympus Has Fallen is a really, to me, underrated action film that I really adore. So even though I didn't like London Has Fallen, I'm still going to go and see Draw Butler kick a lot of butt and save the president. And another one, last one on this list that I'm pretty excited for that I heard a lot about, I've seen a, a lot of trailers, but it's just been pushed back, is Where'd You Go, Bernadette? It is the new film from Richard Linklater, and it stars Kate Blanchett. So that's one, I think, to really keep an eye out for. And there's so many things for people to see as well. There's not just one thing. There's a lot of kid films to still go see as well. You don't just have Toy Story and Lion King coming out in the next few weeks. Even though I haven't been high praised on Dora, that's still a family film to go see. Also, the Angry Birds movie 2 is coming out as well. So there's a bunch of stuff for everybody. You have the blockbusters, the kids films, the horror films, the comedies, the dramas, the action films as well. So it's all there for you to eat up when we at the end of this movie season before the school and work time starts up again for a lot of people when we hit Labor Day. And then we get It Chapter 2. Even though that's going to be part of the fall movie season, it's still, it's not like we're getting kind of a dull window we're getting we're getting a little bit of a slower pace than what we've gotten over the last few weeks or even months but it's it's gonna slow down a little bit but then ramp right back up once it chapter two hits theaters on september 6th but guys that's my some of my anticipated films for august for you guys to check out and that's gonna be it for this edition of the sam podcast guys thank you so much for being a part of this show thank you so much for tuning into this show i'm not gonna be posting anything in the next few days i'm gonna be on vacation visiting my girlfriend up in massachusetts but i'm gonna try to get a spoiler review for once upon a time in hollywood i'm gonna try to do one with her so you can all see that and and and, and hear what we have to think about some of the craziest thoughts about that one maybe but then I'll be back later in the week next week to give you guys some more information and some more news coming out of Hollywood during the week. But guys, thank you so much for tuning in and be sure to follow me on social media. I'll be posting a lot of stuff there as well. You can follow me on Twitter at Basel Samuel. That's B-U-S-S-E-L-L-S-A-M-U-E-L and on Facebook at Sam Basel. Thank you guys again so much. And until next time, keep on screening.